0: Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving
1: world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Event Tech Podcast. He is the historical Will Curran of Endless Events. And
0: I said you'd like this one, but you are the heartbreaking Frank Kruger.
1: I am a heartbreaker. You know, this type of Adonis-like body doesn't happen on its own, so, you know. Lots of uh, stouts, Hefeweizens, and uh, technology. Yep, gotta gotta do the uh, 12-ounce curls uh, to stay in shape. (laughs) Um, So, but that is not what we're here to talk about today. No, never. Never it is. my, My fitness regime is not what we're here to talk about today. Um, what we're going to talk about today is kind of an offshoot of an episode we did not long ago, uh, where you and I talked about hardware, hardware, uh, hardware and events. We went, we kind of did the rundown of of you know iPad versus laptop versus mm-hmm. tablet versus Surface versus iOS, uh, you know iPhone versus Android. We told our personal stories about <laughs> our, our, our personal journeys of tech. Um, but what you know after after we did that episode, you know you, you and I were talking a little. Bit Bit and we realized that we we'd left out a lot of stuff and specifically we thought we could zero in a bit on uh, on tablets, tablets and yeah. and you know these kind of two in ones and things like that you know we, we kind of dusted over a few things in that episode in an effort to to broaden the conversation. And so what we kind of wanted to talk about is it's how often, you know, you and I are seeing people on site, seeing planners on site with like these big, bulky Dell <laughs> Dell laptop. Del laptops, um, and how much nicer their lives could be um, by getting into the world of tablets and two in ones. Absolutely,
0: I can't tell you how often that I see it where it's like the show office or whatever it is their laptop is set up and it's just you know it's set up plugged into the charger with a mouse and a keyboard and it's like basically a desktop computer and then they you have to go run and solve a problem oh but i have to get back to my computer in order to email this file off and things like that um and i think with um what we talked a lot about is how much we're loving our like surface devices and things like that Uh, you know i felt like this is a great topic for us to talk about how these devices are the perfect fit i feel like for our industry Specifically planners, but also I think this can go for AV teams, florists, caterers, everyone in between.
1: Yeah, As soon as the iPad really hit, um, you know, as I said on the last show, you know, when Generation 1 came out, I was kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they went to that iPad 2, where it was already immediately like half as thick, um, you know, and and screaming fast and had, you know, that right then was when I went, oh... Oh, yes, uh-huh. yes, we you know that was when the light bulb started to click of this would be fantastic for events
0: totally and and I tried the Android tablets for a while, obviously again, like I wasn't big Apple user, um probably post iPad. Um, But I tried Android tablets out and I tried ones that connected to keyboards so you could turn into a laptop. There's always this like desire, I think, Mm. for me to have a device that converts into another device. Um, But, you know, I never found it was just as productive to be able to do. But then, I mean, when I walked the Surface, when I got the Surface Pro, that was oh my gosh, life changing as well. So maybe do we want to talk about like the benefits and maybe some specific use cases of where we can see it being really beneficial?
1: Yeah, I think, and I think uh, an effective way to do that would be to kind of talk through the life cycle of an event, right? You mm-hmm. know, because really these types of devices can be beneficial and helpful throughout the event. You know, even in the time leading up to it. Okay. Um, so uh, you know, starting right out with. Um, how difficult it is especially these days with airplane seating (laughs) Um, you know uh, I don't know you probably haven't done it in a while because you're yeah you've got your surface so yeah you're pulling so when you put that tray table down (laughs) and try and open up a full laptop 15
0: inch surface book too yeah yeah.
1: 15 inch laptop it's crazy right and then god forbid the person tries to put their seat back down oh then
0: I hate my life because of my seat and my (laughs) laptop has to tilt down at like a 10 degree angle
1: right 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 (laughs) and so for me as soon as I made that switch to an iPad, um, even an iPad with like a type cover, um, that made all the difference in the world for like
0: email, yeah, just uh, being able to bang um,
1: So yeah, so and 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 so in that time leading up to the event, it's easy, it's mobile. You know, we're we're frequently dealing with the next event uh-huh. while we're on an event, <laughs> yep. and so being able to um, you know grab grab the iPad, grab a surf, any one of these tablet type devices, um, and. You know, even just you. know, I, you know, I, I want to go have a, a drink in the lobby bar, but maybe bang out some emails. Uh-huh. Um, not having to bring the full brick of uh, you know of the laptop down is huge.
0: Man, yeah, I mean, you sit in the lobby bar and go get drinks and get some work done. That sounds like a really good time. Can we, we go do that. Probably right do that right right <laughs> after. <we're done. laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say though. Um, I think you bring up a good point about the the productivity of it all. Is that um, yeah, it just allows you to get work done anywhere. Um, and let's talk about this too, is that it also allows you to do it when you're standing up that yes. you can, you, you know, yes. imagine holding your laptop and trying to answer an email. I'm, you always occasionally see it, but it's always the one hand type to mm-hmm. type three words.
1: Well, and then, yeah. So, so yeah. So on the way to the event, on the airplane, uh, you know, you're at the, at your current event and then once you start getting into rehearsal land. Oh, wait, uh, before oh, yeah, you
0: even yeah, yeah. get to there, I got another one. Imagine you're on site visit. Mm. Oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, I should
1: have started there. That's you're, I, I can't believe I skipped that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, um, so let's bring in, for example, the 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 vet, let's bring in the site visit. I think this is the perfect case example of this too. Um, they give you the obviously the layouts and the maps and everything like that, and you start to walk through them. Well, sometimes those maps don't quite make sense until you actually get on site on space. But imagine that you're like, okay, yeah, we should put a stepper repeat here, and we should put registration here. Imagine to be able to draw right on that plan as you're doing it. Just a rough example of where everything's going. We usually end up doing it by pen and doing it in person, but then you can't take, I mean, maybe you can take a picture of it or scan it. God, who even, I think you own a scanner. I do own a (laughs) scanner. But, um, you know, that could could be incredibly beneficial is just to be able to draw on maps. And I think the drawing cases are going to get brought up over and over again on this, but that's a great It is. That That was
1: very eye-opening. As soon as I started bringing uh, originally an iPad, um, and then once I got into, into the two in one where you have know, the flip over uh, laptop yeah. where the screen flips all the way over yeah. and you're able to kind of use it as a tablet. And then now with the surface devices, like immediately that was something that once you're on site, being able to bring up those diagrams and like mm-hmm. you said, just say, okay, well, what if we put it over here and then you kind of draw it in? Okay, great. And then we could put this over here. Nah, I don't like that. Quick scratch it out, you know, totally. and, or if you do go, yes, that's brilliant. And, um, uh, you know, quick do a, you know, screen capture or something like that and save it. Yeah. Uh, it's huge, you know. And you've talked about, you know, being able to do that on site with things like CAD diagrams and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So that initial site visit absolutely is huge. I'll give you another one. And this was one of the stories that I left off of my personal journey <laughs> in, the, mm-hmm. in the other hardware, hardware episode is that for me... Um, Handwriting recognition is something that I've always desperately wanted. Uh, I, I was a handwritten notes guy for a long, long time. I've got literally a box full of, of notebooks, spiral notebooks, yeah. uh, from notes from events, um, that I just, yeah, I can't bear to throw away. You know, there's no mm-hmm. real good reason to keep them, but it's just kind of fun to go back and look every now and then. Um, and as soon as the iPad Pro, the original iPad Pro came out with the pencil, um, that was the first device that was ever actually able to take my sc- chicken scratch and turn it into text. So actual mm-hmm. like handwriting to text. Um, and, uh, and so that was then transformational as well. So going on those site visits and being able to chicken scratch notes mm-hmm. and then easily um, translate that into physical type to text... Uh, was huge. I mean, cool. enormously huge. And people would see me on site and be like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And they'd watch me do it as it's actually translating my handwriting into text as I go. And they're like, oh, my God, I want that so bad. So nice. It was a really fun moment.
0: Well, it's the benefits of that, too, is that some people might say, like, well, I don't need my handwriting to be digitized. But here's the great things about two things. First is the obvious. You can share it with someone, right? Exactly. So you can say, like, oh, hey, okay, I got just on with a site visit. Let's give all my notes to the AV company, to the caterer, to this person, or the people who attended the site visit. Like, let's get them all and share. But here's an example that most people don't think about, too, is the searchability of it. So then that way when you go back and you do all your site visits of all different cities and locations you can say you know what oh man well, what was that you know that that name of that person that I wrote down their contact information for the you know the the Sheridan or whatever it is Boom. You can turn to text and it's searchable. And I'm finding even handwriting. Um, some uh, systems are now doing handwriting OneNote. recognition. Yeah. So
1: OneNote, which comes free with Office, if you have Microsoft Office mm-hmm. subscription on 365 or just the full package thing, um, you get OneNote. And OneNote is a great place to store uh, event stuff you know so I literally will just create a page for each event that I'm working on um, and then like you say you've got those handwritten notes in there if I haven't already converted them to text by the time it hits OneNote um, anything that is handwritten can be scanned in or take a picture of it and that's searchable as well
0: and OneNote uh, definitely a, a I mean kind of mini pro tip definitely recommend it. that's my note-taking choice app of choice um, but it's free for
1: iOS Android Windows Mac Everybody. Absolutely. So, anything else on the site visit? I mean, it's, it's great to be able to draw over things. Uh, again, the handwriting is, is huge for me. Totally. Um, uh, I got a good one. Uh, so for
0: example, let's say you're taking pictures. A lot of times we take pictures at site visits, right? Yes. And, Oh, Hey, this is where the stage is to go. Imagine, I, I, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, uh, promoting that you should take pictures with your tablet, <laughs> but if you, you can take a picture with your tablet and then again, draw on it instantaneously, I think far too often, you know, we're like, Oh yeah, I can go in this spot and this spot. And we're always doing 2d related maps, but keep in mind, you have all these pictures and I'm sure there's an app to, that does this, but I'm sure there's some way to annotate video as well. Um, I, I don't know an app off the top of my head. Maybe we'll go try to find a good one and link it down below. Um, or maybe if you know one you know, to hit us up, hashtag tech Podcast, tech Podcast, com But um, I'm sure there's a way to annotate video too. So you could also, you know, walk through the guest experience and draw over it
1: as you go along. And I think that could really help. And usually at that stage in the process, you don't need high definition, awesome photos. You just need to remember what it looked like. And oh yeah, we're talking about putting, you know, moving this lamp over there and this lamp over there, mm-hmm. you know, with arrows, you know, so, cool. so he doesn't have to be high end. So yeah, you can still, take pictures with your tablet totally. at that
0: point in time. <laughs> to- that's the acceptable. Don't but be not, But not at a concert. Right. Not no, at a concert. No, that's not never, a concert. That's never okay. Never okay. That's never okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I got down for site visits. So what's the the next step in the process? So solidify the venue. I think you were trying to move in towards rehearsals. I mean, obviously a lot of site visit stuff and drawing stuff can be related to the planning, but rehearsals you want to kind of jump into. And
1: already one of the key factors here should be not only the things you can do with tablets, but the fact that they're so much lighter. And that the battery life, especially the iPad battery life life is phenomenal uh-huh. i mean you can just absolutely get a full day of site visit in, and then just charge it overnight um the, the surface i've been very happy with but that's still maybe about six hours of, of full full time always on battery uh-huh. life at that point um but yeah as we start to get into rehearsals and things like that that's where it's huge to be able to just have that in your hand so you're not, you're not having to run back to the tech table to look something up uh, on the show flow. Or, you know, like you said, you're not having to run back to the office um, uh, every time something. you need to check on something. Right. So being able to carry that with you in a way that's not going to feel like you're, you know, carrying you know, a 10-pound weight uh, <laughs> around with you uh, is enormously helpful uh, once, once you're engaged and on-site.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think you bring up, and you kind of like teased at it a little bit, is that show flow aspect of it. I know yours, my favorite, one of my favorite softwares is the show flow software, um, showflow.tv, and it's basically a glorified, amazing Google spreadsheet that allows you to basically put in queues and updates and things like that. But I know that the app looks, because I've used it on my service, Looks incredible on tablet. Like, it's definitely designed that you could, someone could be at the tech table rewriting cues, making changes, doing the show calling, and then you, as a stage manager, could be walking around the room, you know, walking through cues or, you know, walking on stage to reenact, you know, awards, grabbing all with this tablet right in your hand, and you have all the cues right then and there. Um, And I think that can be really, really powerful for sure.
1: And you still see a lot of planners, um, Uh, running around with the binders. I mean, it's kind Mm -hmm. of become a little bit of a joke now at this point of like, you know, you can have my binder when you pry it for my cold dead hands kind of thing. (laughs) But also just think about how much, you know, paper you're printing out, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. All of that at this point can really easily be done with with tablet you know whether it's keeping your stuff in OneNote um, uh, you know or you're still using spreadsheets you know uh, there's still plenty of life left in spreadsheets um, and so being able to have easy access to that information in a lightweight form factor is huge. Totally, totally. And I think that everybody will find eventually like what their exact uh,
0: system will be doing. Some people will say, like, hey, I really miss having a file structure. But I think we'll talk about maybe specific devices we like at the end. I think we're teasing a lot of them so far right now. But um, there's definitely a lot of really good use for it. But I agree. Let's get rid of paper. Like The events are changing so fast. Why do we not have living documents that are constantly changing, that are constantly updated? I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on site where someone decided to print off a show flow that was old and then they go... Oh, blah blah blah. Then there's this queue. and I'm like, no, there's not. They're like, but it's right here. And I'm like, dude, we made those edits a long time ago. You're using an old version, and they're like, oh, well, I have to bust out the laptop anyways. Um, so so yeah, rehearsals I think is uh, really really key. Also, I mean, things to keep in mind too. I mean, like when it comes to um, you having this sort of stuff too, is a lot of I think a lot of the event tech apps now to have tabletized versions of it they give you a little bit more data on one page so imagine if for example you're using a, an event software to be able to manage your registration to be able to see more data about your registrants on that tablet versus just on your phone or having again to bust out the laptop which is probably just staying in the office the whole entire time but you can have all this information right then and there on the spot
1: and that's that's a, another fantastic point is that as as we're using uh you know more of this more of the event technology that has these data points and things like that so your registration system portal your uh you know your audience engagement technology you know being able to add uh, add um, uh, you know add polling and mm-hmm. and add stuff on the fly quickly and easily while you're running around i was I was working an event um uh, for for an audience engagement company and uh, at one point I kind of just stopped and was like holy crap i 'm running all of this from my iPad you know, and being able to actually you know run from room to room you know keep an eyeball on this. I was monitoring bless you <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, was, I was monitoring you know one room while I was in another room you know, and I could see using their software that, that that their the other machine was online, and that people were still able to get their connectivity going, so it was really an amazing and insightful. Moment for me to say, you know, not only can I, um, uh, you know, use this tablet. Uh, as as kind of master control uh, for for the software, but also to be able to control, you know, rooms that I wasn't in, um, thanks to, you know, internet connectivity and things like that. And so, you know, someone would say, you know, is the pole up and running in, in Breakout C? And I'd be like, look down and be like, yep, yep, it is, even though that's down the hall and around the corner. <laughs> um, because, you know, I could see people answering the questions and, and get that data live as it was coming in. You almost feel like a little bit of like an evil technological genius. Yeah. Like, You have this tablet and you have so much control. Well, you know, you and I were playing with some some new event technology uh, in our session earlier today. And it suddenly struck me. I was like, you know, wait a second. This polling software... I can the 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 software we're using actually allows you to control the laptop that's presenting um, I'll give the guys a plug it's a Venium uh, they they're always uh, uh, they've got a ConnectsMe product project uh, product that lets you um, actually uh, not only manage your polling and all that kind of stuff from from an iPad but you can actually then control the uh, presentation laptop and so but it occurred to me that's all being done over the internet, which means you could actually. Have someone run their presentation from anywhere in the world. So, <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, from an iPad, uh, in, you know, on the beach somewhere, <laughs> be actually be, but be, be, be actually controlling the physical laptop in the room with the attendees. And that kind of had another like blow my mind moment on that.
0: Definitely. I think you bring up some like really hyper specific. Um, technological use cases of tablets too Um, because I actually uh, during the presentation was trying to bring it up on my my phone Uh, and granted my phone is a little special tease uh, but I think one of the interesting things is that tablets really are great for presentations I remember the first time I used like the keynote uh, uh, presenter app allows you see your notes and everything like that you know like a lot of times for speakers having a tablet with you can be really game-changing and really, really cool. And I thought one of the cool things that it allowed you to do too was it allowed you to draw on the slides. Yeah, Like, yeah. like gone are the days of laser pointers and pointing at specific stuff in slides. We I don't do any presentations that really require it, but if I was doing something that did, instead of like using a laser pointer, things like imagine just drawing with your finger on the tablet or using a stylus to be able to do it as well.
1: Yeah, and a lot of my early presentations, uh, I would have very, very minimal slides and would draw almost everything. So like, you know, if we wanted to talk about about Lecos, I would literally kind of draw a little Leco on there and say, okay, this is this and this is this and this and this, because I never knew for sure what we were going to talk about because it was like AV town hall stuff. <laughs> and and that that's always a lot of fun, you know, to do something like that. So there's another aspect where these types of devices are capable of taking over and doing stuff on your events, and that's presentations. Absolutely.
0: Um, I think another really cool use case, and again, this one's hyper-specific, I think, to the AV world, but what we're finding is a lot of audio engineers, lighting engineers, video engineers are really high highly uh uh relying on tablets so for example now audio engineers can go around and control the audio board from their iPad. They can adjust the levels. So what that means is instead of them being stuck in the back corner, or the back center, or wherever it is, they can go down to the front row. They can go to the, th- the fifth row, the the weird corner that someone has to sit in, and they can hear every single aspect of it, and then during the event, they can get up and leave the audio board. Most guys don't end up leaving the audio board because there's a lot of quick f- toggles that are really nice to have, but I notice a lot of audio engineers, when they're t- tuning sounds, is moving around. But same thing for lighting guys, same things for video. Um, it's really, really cool how much control you can have over your event um, for Mission critical stuff can run through, not necessarily all off a tablet.
1: These are more like remote controls for right, main systems. Right, yeah. But-
0: but still, you still pretty. have the console, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you're able to kind of, uh, re- yeah, remote control it. Definitely, definitely. Well, same thing with presentation laptops too. I mean, so so what you're doing with Keynote is you're using the iPad to control a physical laptop. Um, and if you do go down that road, I still recommend having a clicker or whatever just in case, Just as a backup. Uh, you know, just in case, just as a backup. Um, I, I I'm not sure if you have any other specific
0: event use cases. I realized I forgot something from pre-production. If I can uh, hop back to pre-production world and we can come back to the main sure production world, um. So I I realized I was telling you this story before we were on recording, and I think this is a good use case of again tablets being used. Um, we had an event coming up, and um, essentially it required a little bit of um due to budget constraints, we couldn't like spend a ton of money on lighting in one room and then also a ton of money on lighting in one but what we realized is each was going on separately from each other and we were doing battery powered up lights and you know we were having to move speakers and things like that and it was one of those things where there was a lot of stuff having to be moved at specific points within the event from one room to the other and instead of saying like okay we're going to move this many lights to this and this many to this and you know for someone who for one of my techs who hadn't been to that venue before was tough to explain so what I realized is like what I did is I pulled up my surface I brought the Floor plan of the event and I literally put on a screen record with audio and I recorded talking through it while drawing on the pen saying okay so this is where this light's gonna go this is where the speaker's gonna go this is where this is gonna go you know blah this and that this is what we're gonna do this and, this. and then at this time you know six forty-five, that's when the dinner's gonna start to wrap up and we need to go start setting up for the after party we're gonna slowly start moving the up lights over here and they're gonna get moved to here and this and this and that and I did it almost like um uh, like uh monday night football style where it's literally like you're drawing over and you're like wham bam bam, <laughs> <laughs> and um what was funny is I, I you know it took me you know 15 minutes to explain versus having to like really explain it i he could watch it whenever he wanted to because i just uploaded it as a video file to him and afterwards he was like that helped me so much understand what was going on and i he when he came in i didn't have to ever explain it twice He he understood it perfectly, and I think this idea of like screen record plus drawing plus audio annotation can be extremely powerful. And I think um, we far too often get stuck in our text emails. We get stuck in our you know images and pictures we don't see, you start to see a little bit of drawings right and maybe scan documents but one thing that we really miss out i think on is the use of video too and this idea of screen capture and uh, annotation and i i just did our quarterly update for our company and i literally just took one note screen captured it and drew out these things and it was way more engaging almost like as if i had a whiteboard in front of me and everyone loved it everyone thought it was really fantastic because i got to like put a lot of metrics up and explain things and draw things and people just loved it so i think people really like that format and it didn't cost me anything it was i mean obviously it cost my computer but i have a surface i used a normal screen capture tool that allowed me to do audio recording and then just upload it. And there's free tools like loom.com that allow you to screen capture and instantly upload. Um, There's go video that allows you to do the same. And I think that it helps for that communication gap, especially if you're working remotely from the venue or with your vendors, it allows you to just help on that communication standpoint.
1: You know, it's another one of those aha moments for me as well is, is, is the, is, I was blown away by the power of the pen. I mean, as I, I I was surprised how much I've enjoyed having a stylus, having a pen on these devices. I talked about in the last episode that for a while I flirted with a high end Chromebook. And one of the things that I loved about that Samsung Chromebook is that it had a built in pen, like an S pen, uh, like what they've got. I think it actually literally was an S pen, the same pen that they use in the note 10. Um, but it, it had a slot for it, right? So you could just click, click, and the pen would pop out, and you could use it, and they could click, click, and put the pen back in. It was it was awesome. That's one of the things I loved about that device. I just couldn't make Chrome work for me and my use cases. Um, go back and listen to that episode if you want <laughs> to find out why (laughs) um but you know but so having having the pencil for the ipad having the the surface pen uh for the surface pro has been really a lot of fun like for doing like art and drawing and doodling and things like that but also work you know actually being able to sketch out effectively a uh, a stage set you know, this is what I think it should look like, um, and being able to have the digital ability of like, "Oops, nope, not that one, erase that," and "Yep, just like that," and duplicate and copy and all of the things that come along with with computing devices. Oh. Um, it's huge. So yes, don't underestimate the power of the pen. Um. So, anything else on the on the front end there? Or? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's it. That's it. So we can circle back into on site during the event. Yeah, uh, ben- benefits of the devices. So, in
1: addition to all the benefits that we've got for the planners out there, also think about. Don't forget the the event technology side. You know, we already talked about being able to use tablets for. Uh, presentations for for you know for notes uh, for all that kind of stuff, but also there's there's a really good use case for attendees to to have tablets as well. And one one of one very effective use that I've seen of that is um, in some of the more uh, high end financial and medical meetings that I've worked on, where there's a little bit higher security and you don't want people. Uh, tweeting things and you don't want people putting things on Instagram and things like that. One of the more effective ways of doing that is to find ways to keep their phones in their pockets. So when you're using things like a mobile app or something like that and you're asking people to install that on their devices. Um, it forces them to use their own devices, right? So you bring out your own phone and you're gonna go check, you're gonna go check the schedule or something like that. But oh, look, I've got an email from that client. Oh, shoot, I should probably get back to them and now, oh yeah, wait, and now there's Instagram and now the, and so you're actually uh, distracting your attendees potentially. But then also once that phone is out, um, they're more likely to take a snapshot of whatever's having on stage, and maybe that's something that you wanted to keep private. Um, or maybe there's a presentation, you know, I want to take a picture of my coworker, Bob, because he's doing something kind of funny because we're in the back row and we're making fun of the person. But in the background is the PowerPoint that's got this year's financials. Something along those lines. So for companies that are trying to just not lock things down, but just discourage people from getting their phones out for whatever reason that might be, if it's not too – what?
0: They're handing out iPads?
1: Yes, wow. absolutely. So if it's not too big of a show, what happens is you walk into, cause at some point it starts to get cost prohibitive, but it's actually not that expensive to rent an iPad these days. And so, you know, you have a couple crates of iPads shipped to you directly from any number of rental houses that are out there. You literally, if you just type, you know, AV rentals, you know, you're going to find one of these places. And they'll usually ship it to you, you know, as part of the price. Um, and so, yeah, you walk into the room and each attendee has an iPad that's got the mobile app preloaded, got the schedule preloaded, note-taking capabilities, all that stuff right there so that people aren't having to use their own devices. And they're less likely to get sucked into other things, they're less likely to actually, you know to post things. Uh, it's a really effective way of doing it. You, the, the one caveat that I'll throw on there is you do have to tell people these are not for you to keep <laughs> i did run into that like people thought oh well they gave us an ipad no no we just you know we just wanted to so you might want to get that out of the way right away in your first speaker of the day <laughs> to just let people know that's not for you to keep but i, I it was I, I will say it was really effective it was really effective at because now you have 100 percent uptake on the mobile app, because oh. literally everybody already has it. They don't have. You're not counting on people to install things on their their personal devices that you know that maybe they forget about later. Um, you've got 100 percent control over the technology. So again, nobody's going to uh, you know take a screenshot and post it on Instagram or something like that because you don't put Instagram on that. <laughs> <The> Instagram, <laughs> you know, too. you can lock down the devices to only have access to the apps that you want them to. And then you can decide things like, do I want to be able to let them take notes on the slides or things like that, and then send it to yeah. themselves. Um, so, yeah, a very effective way of, of, of uh, kind of taking things to the next level uh, using using tablets. I love it. I love it.
0: Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that can be used uh, for, for on-site at the event itself. Um, registration. But, yeah, registration. Um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Besides, I think, like the common cases where yeah. it's like, oh, hey, this could replace it, but more so like workflow yeah. for planning the event. Yep um but if you do if you have ideas for how you use it on events again let us know i'm doing this call to action like do a it. lot during this because i want to hear from you guys because i don't think this is something that's out of reach i feel like a lot of you guys probably already do use tablets yeah. or you know convertibles or uh, two-in-ones things like that already for your events so i want to hear how you're using it and what's your favorite use case of using it that's really made your workflow a lot better so let's get into the form factors. I, I know you've got one that you're dying to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with the ones that are obvious, everyone yeah. knows, before we go into the shiny new. Sure. Um, so I think the, um, there's the obvious. iPad, right? Yeah. iPad, um, the Galaxy... Um, tab s6 i think just came out which is samsung's version but a lot of people are saying hey it's the ipad yeah you know i, I have not been
1: super impressed by the android oh tablets. no no
0: but people yeah. have been saying good things about the samsung okay. tablet this uh this year i'm um, saying it's really really good super snappy very fast um and good things like that so that's kind of obvious everyone knows those tablets then you kind of go into the um let's go into the touchscreen laptop foldable
1: convertible also real quick before yeah. before we go into that yeah. so so i think i mentioned it on the last episode about hardware that if all you want is basic pen support and handwriting recognition and being able to doodle on things the ipad nothing so not the pro not the mini not the air or anything like that the ipad nothing is a great device it's like 200 bucks yeah it's super cheap i think i got our last one for like 275 and um, and then the pencils extra and things like that but um, that's a fantastic device and does everything that I need it to do uh, so you don't have to go iPad Pro you don't have to go you know unless you want that bigger screen you know unless you want like the 10 what I think the 10 inch or whatever it yeah, is or so, you
0: need more processing power to video yeah. edit or photo at, right. retouch, retouch and things right. like that and
1: we talked a lot in that last episode about you know about exactly that so just being honest with yourself what am I going to use it for and if all you're doing is what we've been talking about today like spreadsheet and drawing on things, that iPad nothing is is a great device.
0: Totally. And I think too like when you're looking at it too, um, I think as we look through these too, look at your ecosystem that you are using and what you feel comfortable with. So, for example, one of the reasons why I don't have an iPad in my day, my daily use is I do believe that the iPad OS is probably the most powerful out of any of them. Especially, oh my gosh, after all these updates they had at the the these last couple of keynotes, is like the multitasking ability. They have a file system now, but the problem with it is just that I would take it would pull me so much out of the comfortability of understanding the workflow that it would take me longer probably to learn it than it would be for me to gain any benefit from it. Um, But the same could be for you for an Android, or as we go into these other devices, maybe the same as well. Choose what you're comfortable with and that you feel fast on and... Don't let anybody say, "Oh, this is how it is." If you yeah. work fast on it, it makes you productive. Doesn't slow you down. Then it's the way to go.
1: On the other hand, I would not mess around with fifty dollars Android tablets. Yes, at this that's point true. In time. Yeah, no, like Amazon definitely an Android no, land. Yeah, you get no what fire you pay Kindles. for. Yeah. No
0: Fire HD Kindles at so all. So while the
1: low end uh, iPad is just fine, I would not go low end yeah. on the Android tablets.
0: Absolutely. So yeah. So then we got the, the nicer tablets. I Like the one that everyone recommends is yeah that Samsung. Check that one out. I'm getting a lot of good reviews on it. Um And uh, convertible laptops. We're talking laptops that fold back on themselves.
1: It's called a 2-in-1. Yeah, yeah, 2-in-1.
0: And you had one that you liked a lot
1: for a while. Yeah, the Samsung Chromebook that I had, I think it was called the Samsung Chromebook Pro, I believe, uh, was was fantastic. It was snappy. It was fast. If you live in Chrome like I live in Chrome, uh, as far as Gmail and all my widgets and and add-ons and all that kind of stuff, which is another episode you could go listen to where Will and I went through all of our Chrome (laughs) add-ons and all of the software that we use to run our businesses and run our events. Um, You can go back and listen to that one. Um, So, yeah, that was a fantastic device. But, again, if you have to uh, do things like working with a lot of PowerPoints, you're combining PowerPoints, you're taking stuff from this one and mixing it with that one, you can't do that on a Chromebook. It's got to be a Windows or Mac device. That was, like, the biggest limitation. Um, The other limitations that I would say is if you're presenting a lot of uh things you know there are some uh things that don't work quite so well with Google Slides it's not quite up you know, up to snuff and the web version of PowerPoint also has its quirks as well totally. so um but again if you're dealing with spreadsheets and just want a little handwriting recognition but you want a little bit beefier uh, you know, clamshell-type feeling of your laptop that from time to time, you want to flip it over. And that's the same with all of these 2-in-1s, not just the, the Chromebook, but all of these 2-in-1s. That's actually what kind of got me closer and closer to, this, to going to the Surface, is that I had a 2-in-1 for about a year, and uh, realized I was really liking it in tablet mode, and mm-hmm. so I went totally. went full on tablet.
0: And that's one of the problems I think with the the two in one flip the flipping kind is that you end up kind of getting stuck in this uh, it, having a keyboard always attached. So it Adds right. a little bit of weight to it. And we'll talk a little bit. I think some form factors that allow you to remove your keyboard or have a keyboard optional. Um, one other reason why it's a downside too of doing Chromebook if you're doing any sort of video editing, photo editing, um, any sort of like. L- or if you're an incessant tab lever opener right <laughs> 4700 like, chrome yeah. tabs yeah like, you're the person who like is like why is my computer so slow and then your coworker looks over and is like jesus you have so many tabs open yeah, probably Chromebook's not right for you on that end. Um, the high-end Chromebooks, though. The high-end, like the yeah, Pixelbook.
1: Like the, 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 uh, yeah, the ultimate yeah, yeah. Pixelbook from Google. Like, you can have as many tabs mm-hmm. open as you want. Yeah, as much as fly. you want. Um, but then you kind of, if you're looking for to go from
0: Chromebook land or maybe inexpensive Windows laptop flippable to a little bit more high-end, I think you and I are big fans, and we said multiple times this is the Surface line uh, has been huge for us. I started with the Pro. You have a Pro now, um, we, and we've been really, really happy. And they even have like if you're looking for a little bit less power, the Go series, which is um, a th- a little bit lighter um, mobile based processor, I believe, yep. um, version of it that's very inexpensive as well. Um, go ahead.
1: Well, and I was just gonna say now they've announced along that same line is the 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 Pro X.
0: Oh, they, I don't want to tease them too much in the yeah, new stuff yeah. yet because we're going to probably talk about that new exciting yeah. stuff soon. But but like, that's
1: tablet form factor. Yeah, yeah so, tablet so, form yeah.
0: factor that deta- keyboard detaches. right? And that's almost like where you go into like iPad land too is that right. the new iPad has, allows you to do a detachable keyboards. So you get that benefit of like, oh, hey, you just want to have it on your arm. You want something light. I like that form factor a lot. Yeah. Or, but if you're looking for a little bit more power, again, you're doing video editing, maybe the Surface Book, which has a detachable keyboard, but it's a fixed hardware keyboard, it can't just that's the one thing I do kind of miss is, right. is that mine technically can flip to the back, but it's more like that laptop that can yeah. flip backwards. And that's and
1: that's you know something again we covered on that last episode, but just to recap, you know, the, the the Surface book is more like a laptop that you can attach the screen. Yeah. And the Surface Pro is more like a tablet that you can attach a keyboard to. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Right. And,
0: and I and honestly I love that form factor because as much as I love tablets and we'll talk about it when we talk about like all the future stuff coming out, I sometimes the, on-screen keyboards are tough for me um i sometimes i'm quicker with a mouse yeah and sometimes i want the precision Mm -hmm. of a mouse or you know the ability to um you know just navigate i don't know what it's i've i've been having this um as we talk about when we get to my new device um i've been having this inkling of oh man okay i pull out that laptop and do this Mm -hmm. i know i can do this in five seconds but then i have to like push myself to be like no i know i can do this on this device right um and sometimes it takes kind of takes that pushing of workflow i feel like but you've gotten really good on-screen keyboards handwriting recognition like you i feel like you can do
1: the whole gamut yeah i will say the microsoft on on on-screen keyboard is not fantastic it's gotten better (laughs) it's gotten better over even just the year or so that i've been working with them um but it's still got it's still got some work to do uh compared the uh, apple just nailed that on-screen keyboard for the ipad Um, i can literally touch type on on the screen keyboard on an on an iPad. I just
0: learned uh, that if you swipe up on like a Q, for example, it does a it has a one above it. Yeah, if you swipe up, that's yeah. how you get to the one.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that's how. Yeah, you, I was
0: always like, how do I get to the one? I'm pressing and holding. Yeah, and then finally I was like, oh hey, swipe and they're up.
1: opposite too. So so on the iPad, I think it's a swipe down. And then on oh. the on the Microsoft it's a swipe up. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, so I and I bounce back and forth between the two. So that's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, can we just agree on this? Totally, totally. Um all right. Anything so, else on those before we get into the future stuff?
0: Yeah, I think um, you know. I think there's a, a whole host of uh, devices. Yeah. Find what works for you. And, and oh, this is the thing that we didn't talk about is that like the nice thing about the Surface lines is it's full Windows.
1: Right. It's yeah. It's not a, It's not like iPad where it's kind of like Mac OS but not Mac OS. Yeah. It, it really is a full full fledged Windows. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing that I've really loved about it is that it's so many times I need I need my full Chrome. I need my full Set of things, and then you know, I need my full PowerPoint. I need you know, the ability to be real PowerPoint.
0: Yep, yep, and 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 that's that's what's nice about it is that you get you get that full power.
1: I'll throw one more thing out on the two in ones is that that might be a great way to kind of test the waters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what I did is that I had that nice HP Spectre two in one fully over, and I just found myself really. Liking the foldover tablet mode uh, a lot more than I thought I was going to, and like you know, I think I could get away with having just the the, the having just the uh, surface and the detachable keyboard.
0: Totally, and um, you know, if it's. I think I might have mentioned this on the last episode about my like customer service experience I had for Microsoft, I believe. Yeah. Um, but if, if it's one of those things too, that if you're, for example, considering you like this form factor, we obviously all know that Mac has not created any sort of touch screens or tablets, you iPad or laptop. It's one of the choices, right? But if you're looking, maybe you like this convertible form factor, I would highly recommend consider doing a Microsoft device because you get the support of the Microsoft store. If you like that idea of just being able to take your computer in, be like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Please fix it. You know, it, it, really is helpful i think to have that on on there as well so that was just another shot i kind of wanted to give on that end or again you can go in and play with this stuff in person yeah you know um and you know um not that i'm condoning this but feel free to buy it and then you know you there's always a return policy if you don't Mm -hmm. like it a lot of these companies are really um you know relaxed when it comes to return policies that if you don't like it they probably will take it back
1: especially if the next possibility is more expensive Mm -hmm. so i mean start low and nope, that's not going to cut it. You know, you can move up to the next one. They're always going to be willing to sell you a more expensive thing, especially if you're going to be returning something. Definitely, definitely. So let's talk about the future of
0: tablets and convertible devices and everything like that. I think first starting off with the Surface news that came off this yeah. last week. Um, and then we can talk about my new favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> um, but Microsoft just had their Surface event, as they called it, and they announced a whole load of devices. Yeah. Um, new Surface Pros, um, more powerful Surface Pros, um, new laptops um, with touch screens. But they, the cool thing that you just teased at is that they announced the Surface Pro X. Can you want to explain what the Surface Pro X is? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, the Surface Pro that I've got is it's a little bit bulky for, for a tablet compared to like an iPad. And so it's, it's, it's about a solid uh, almost half an inch thick. Um, compared to you know, I don't know what an iPad is, but less than a quarter inch, much thinner. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's a little boxy, and so this this new, uh, this new Microsoft Surface X looks probably half, uh, half as thick as as the current Pro. Um, and it's supposed to be just a screamer, too. Yeah. Um, the, the things that I'm going to kind of wait and see a little bit is, though, it is, it is, a, it is a, and not to get too nerdy on this, um, it's think think the difference between a, like, laptop-desktop processor versus a phone processor. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a different... It's a different beast. It's a different animal.
0: Well, I think the thing you didn't mention is that it has that kind of mobile phone processor, not a laptop
1: processor. Exactly. And that's so the Surface Pro and the Surface Book and all of those guys, those are using like Intel or AMD processors, um, which are, you know, what are traditionally in laptops, desktops, all of those kinds of things, and have been for decades. and that's what Windows runs on. Windows runs on those, those chip architectures. Um, this this new this new Surface Pro X is a mobile chip. I'm pretty sure it's Qualcomm. Yeah,
0: Qualcomm. Yeah, uh, yeah Qualcomm pa- partnership.
1: Right, and so it's Qualcomm Snapdragon. I'm sure I could look it up, but anyway, it's it's one of the, it's it's going to be a mobile chip. Yep. So it's got... custom design.
0: Just yeah, for custom laptop.
1: design for this. Now, so we're going to be putting Windows on this totally new chip architecture. I'm just going to reserve judgment until to, to make sure that it's running properly <laughs> and all those kinds of things before I rush out and buy one. The, to play the devil's advocate for what Brand says is that according
0: to their, you know, again, we only have press announcements and like one person's got hands-on with uh, like a prototype version of this, but um, they have said that this is faster, the Pro, Pro X is faster than the Surface Pro 6, um, and if that's true... Faster and, and
1: amazing battery life, and amazing, because you're yeah. getting that mobile... Mobile phone battery
0: life. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point too. And we didn't even talk about this with tablets, like iPads, uh, Androids, potentially um, things like thats that. Is that they're also with this tablet, it's always on. Right. So imagine, you know, you just put your device to sleep, not just that to close it. It lasts forever. Right. It says something like twenty four hours of battery yeah, life.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it, well, it's going to be a lot more like iPad or better battery life because that's the thing is that iPads, Apple has those chips custom made. You know, that's not an off the shelf. Chip, So they're all the way down at the hardware level, making sure that they can squeeze every ounce of battery out of those things. Um, this is going to enable Microsoft to start going down that same road. I
0: love it. I love it. And I think one of the cool features it has too is that right now the the pens so far, other than maybe the S Pen for you know maybe the Pixel Book and the S Pen for the Note uh, device, and we didn't even talk about the Note. Oh my gosh, that's a form factor potentially. For yeah, the, for I mean it's a too. phone,
1: but it's so big, it might as well be a tablet. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Um, but they, all of those that they've had their pens, phone, uh, sorry, tablet pens sliding inside of them surfaces so far we just have to, the cool it the less cool it is magnetic on the side it's still possible to lose it this new device i love this design if you get a chance to wa- watch a video on the surface pro x they put the pen in the keyboard holder yes so when you um you uh, basically you put the pen like right on the edge you snap it up to snap it on it charges it and it hides it in there so your pen's always nearby and i think that is just so brilliant yeah i'm just Really clever. Design. I would, lo- yeah,
1: I would love that as well. Like I say, I, I, I'm resisting the urge to re- to run out and get this pre order. I, I want to get this in the hands of about you know a couple million people well- <laughs> <laughs> before before we really say, yep, it works great on this new chip. Well, you, um, uh, I
0: think you, uh, your testament to your philosophy on technology was Will Kern says he's going to go buy the Samsung Galaxy Fold, and Brand says. Cool. I'm going to see what you think of yours. Right. <laughs> now I don't have to. Exactly. Because Brands uh, one tier behind me. I'm yeah. the innovator who just buys and doesn't even know what anyone's right. going to think. And Brant's the, the early adopter. Well,
1: before <laughs> we get to your fold, I mean, it's important since we're talking about the Microsoft event, they also released two folding devices. Which are so cool. The Neo yeah. and the smaller Duo. And but but they are not. It's not like the fold, the Galaxy Fold, where it's all one screen. They're actually dual screen devices. Yep, yep. yep. That's the biggest thing to remember. They they are foldable devices. So imagine uh, basically a phone that folds out and has two screens, mm-hmm. as opposed to the fold where it folds out into one screen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it's so cool. And I think this is where we can start brainstorming on what the house is gonna. Be so effective for planners is that, uh, for example, the Duo Neo and 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 just to get to the difference, the Neo is running a new version of Windows called Windows.
1: X. am blanking on it, but I, th- I believe I so. I think yeah. it's Windows I X. It is Windows like X, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, uh, or Windows 10X or something like that. Um, and that's going to be a new version that's designed for dual screen. And then there's the Windows Duo or the Surface Duo, which is the smaller device, which is actually running Android. Yeah. It's like an Android tablet, essentially. But uh, either way, uh, no matter what the operating system is, obviously one's more Android apps, the other one's more full Windows. I'm really excited because the idea of like the multitasking abilities. I'm curious to know from our audience how many people split screen stuff when they have like either dual monitors, um, have, um, you know, snap to edge when they're using their laptops or maybe using an tr- wide monitor or things like that to multitask um, simultaneously. But it can be really, really powerful when you're on an event. Like I think the example I used for you was, having the agenda open on one side and maybe the attendee list on the other on another screen. And so then that way you can kind of work off both of them, right? Or maybe you have some stats related to your event and, you know, and then on the left hand side, you're actually doing some messaging back and forth and, Things like that, I think it's super duper cool.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities there. And again, going back to what we were talking about earlier with your management software, you know, being able to, like you said, you know, maybe you've got your registration system on your left, and then you're messaging your team on the right. Um, the the split screen stuff on even iPad and and Android devices in and of themselves is not elegant. So having, I think, two physical screens, I think helps. Uh, I think helps make that work maybe a little bit better. Totally.
0: I, I loved to. Uh, i mean this is a really small demo i think for everyone i don't think this applies just to event people but also just like one of the demos they showed is like okay you open up your email and it's like the list of emails is on the left that you can click through and the preview of the email is on the right almost like outlook when you have Mm -hmm. on the desktop which i think uh i think a lot of uh, people in the world in general wants to um for sure so i think really exciting like where we're going with tablets and devices and you know we're moving away from this land of the traditional laptop.
1: Well, and we're starting to see innovation again too, which is what you, you know, do, so I think it's, it's probably time to talk about your new friend. Yeah. Um, but we're actually starting to see some movement again away from black slabs. You know, let's try some things. Let's get weird. You know, let's, let's start, let's get a triangle device. You know, I don't know whatever, <laughs> you know, something along those lines, you know, just, just to try some things and you never know, you know, that might be the next new amazing workflow. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so talk about your new friend. Uh, so my new
0: friend, is named the Samsung Galaxy Fold. I teased it. I think yeah, two weeks ago yep. when we were talking about how I wanted to get this phone, and uh, that I don't think this show is the place to tell the story of how I ended up getting this phone. Um, that's kind of a side side story, but I really wanted this phone, and I worked almost went through hell and back to try to figure out how to get it. Um, and i I got it primarily for two reasons. Um, one, I think it's cool, but two, I'm also an early adopter. I love supporting technologies that I think. You know, should move in. And I think I may mention this in the hardware one about like the Droid Bionic transferring a phone into a laptop, um, and then like you know, again, I guess yeah, I bought the the Asus tablet that turned the the the, the Android tablet into the laptop. You know, I love the Surface devices. Um, I've always been. I guess I'm just really curious about that. You like
1: before. things that transform?
0: I do transformers more than meets the eye. Yeah. we, um, weep whop wop. And I I thought this device was really cool and. Uh, Honestly, one of my desires I always have is that I want to take workload uh, off of my laptop um, because I spend – I would consider my laptop my most valuable device because I – not necessarily valuable in the sense that if I lose it, I would cry, but that I need – I love working off a laptop. I would – I do so much work off of it. If my laptop crapped out right now, I would literally go drop money to get another laptop because I just need it. Um, So – one of the things I was curious about was, like, could this replace my laptop for things like longer-based emails, um, for being able to view bigger documents, the things that, like, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to do that on my phone. Could that do that? And so far in my my <laughs> – I said my relationship with my phone. <laughs> totally like getting to her yeah. level status. Mm-hmm. It does look like the tablet from her too, mm. doesn't it? Um, and so um in the 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 time that I've had with this device, it, it has already started to make it do it. Obviously there's been a couple times I mentioned that I feel a push to go to my laptop, but I've remembered you can do that on this device but the thing that's probably the most incredible is just the fact that the screen folds <laughs> like i like i just love i love like you know bringing something up like an image and then just being like you know holding it like right where it's about to close and you're like oh my
1: god it looks like it's going to break it's fine. and then it doesn't
0: and it's totally fine um so, I don't want to turn this into a review at all, of the yeah. phone, because I don't think anyone gives crap as much as I no. do about this. There's that one guy that's like, no, tell me all about right, the phone. Right, right, and, um, But I think I'm excited to see, um, especially as I get more comfortable with the fragility of it, yeah. um, that I will be bringing this on site to bring up site uh, maps, to bring up you know drawings, to feel comfortable You know, letting other people touch it. <laughs> um, I think there's like something
1: that. to be said for the ability of, this is the thing that I keep in my pocket. Yeah. And and then it can expand to something, you know, I think that's where there's a lot of appeal for things like the Note, you know, the Samsung Note, is that it's big enough that you can do start to do handwriting recognition, taking notes, uh, showing people pictures, looking at, you know, things like that. And this takes that even one more step further than that, that now it's really, you know, really the size, it is the size of a small tablet. When When yeah. you've got it open, it really looks like you've got a small tablet in your hand. And it's... I would say it's got to be close to the same size as an iPad mini. Um, I don't know. I've never had an iPad mini, so you can you know, tell me. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's about this size. I just handed it yeah. to, 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 to Brent. Yes, and he's got laser kitties uh, <laughs> for wallpaper. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful screen, and it really is like having a tablet. And it, only when, you, when the light hits it in just the right way can you really see the, the fold, yeah. the crease. Um, in it and so it's the kind of thing that um i think that's where you're i i think that's where you're going to see the benefit is Mm -hmm. that this is the thing that i always have on me totally and and when i need it to i can make it into a into a into a nice you know decent sized tablet
0: one of the interesting things i just thought about too was that like i constantly um uh i i think about i'm now thinking like where this is going to benefit people that aren't just me too but i bet most people in the world do not bring their laptop with them everywhere. Not like everywhere. Like I don't go to like, I don't go to the barber with my laptop. I sometimes do. Um, But I, you know, I haven't always, if I have my backpack on, my laptop's in there. I'm always ready to work because I work remotely. I bring it with me everywhere. But I bet you there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, like, you know, I'm gonna go out to get drinks with a friend or somebody like that obviously I don't bring my laptop with me. But like, imagine you. Oh, hey, I want to talk some, e- knock some emails in while I'm waiting for him to show up. Um, I think that's where that can be powerful too. Um, one of the, the 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 case scenario I tested it for a little bit. I haven't done it since I got here because I haven't had the need for it. Is uh, I actually hooked up a Bluetooth keyboard to it. Um, I'm waiting for someone to make one that's really nice that can like. a little bit better to it or use it as a kickstand too but I bought a kickstand and a keyboard and I started answering some messages and oh my gosh I feel so fast Mm. and obviously there's no difference between using a Bluetooth keyboard and a phone necessarily but I just have a little bit bigger of a screen but the multitasking has been great um, I used it to watch a movie on the plane that was great that has nothing I'm a little to do with
1: surprised they didn't find a way to jam a pen in there somewhere
0: that's what everyone says yeah. um, I think it's honestly they want to maximize battery life I think they have to figure out a way to make the front screen a little thinner too so they can maximize that end hmm. um, and I think it will get there I think that's, that's yeah
1: that's gener- generation one it's uh, the first one
0: yeah actually and sorry I do remember why they decided not to do a pen and it's not necessarily uh, like a technical specification thing but everyone's been here about the fr- I keep using the word fragility fragility, fragility of this phone but it has very soft screen because obviously it bends so the inside screen is all Fragile. plastic oh, yeah Fragile it has a plastic screen so I think their issue is that they're worried about how soft it was they they gave you a pen, right? You'd people be scratching cr- the heck out of it, scratching yeah. crap yep. out yep. Of it. Yep. 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 So I think the, um, that that's the number one reason. why Generation that two. Of it. So generation two, we'll see. Like maybe yeah. they can figure out some way to do like a glass plastic hybrid. Right. So right around the fold, it's plastic, but the rest is glass. I, don't so know. I think
1: this would appeal to a Note fan, and and uh, the, I think one of the things though that people love about the Note is the pen. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I think this would ap- this would appeal to anybody who uses an iPad regularly
0: who doesn't who um, who doesn't necess- but does also has a laptop to support them. So for example reading Kindle books on it, looking at documents, reading messages, things like that super du- basically replaces me ever needing a tablet now. So now honestly if I just had a normal laptop, I probably wouldn't I'd be fine with just the the the, the galaxy fold. Um, but you know it's nice that I technically have two tablets. one is laptop and stuff so. So yeah, that's my 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 neat new phone. Um, let's see if it makes yeah. it six months. And yeah, uh, we'll check uh, back in. Check we'll back we'll, in. we'll do a
1: full check every now and then. <laughs> see how you're liking it. And and I think you know I think this was again much much like the previous episode. I think a good exercise in hey folks, there's a lot of options out there, and if you're stuck behind the big. The big clunky Dell laptop, you know that that we a see in the off office far too often. You know, start to start to explore, start to try these things. You know, you know, let's 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 you know as as a continuation of that conversation and this one. You know, I think we just we're just trying to tell you out there, don't be afraid to try stuff, and that that at this point in time, there's you know a form factor that's going to work for you, and there's a form factor that's going to improve your life. Um, chances are, you know, and so um, you know, you're like you said, you're. You're kind of forcing yourself to use this new phone but that's how you find new workflows that's how you find you know the ways like oh you know you break out of the rut of like well this is the way that I've always done it so this is the way it's the best best possible way of doing it you know we know that's probably not true. So, you know, don't be afraid to try things. You know, don't be afraid, don't be afraid to, you know, use these different form factors. Like I said, a two in one is a great way to start experimenting to see if this is a world you want to start playing in. Uh, can you go totally tablet, um, you know, versus bringing, you know, three different laptops with you on the way? So, what did we forget? Let us know as always. Uh, event Tech Podcast, hashtag Event tech Podcast or Event Tech Podcast at HelloEndless.com. Um, and uh, let us no, are there some uh, use cases? What are you finding? What are you liking? Have you recently made the switch to uh, one of these devices or form factors? Have you bought the fold? Are you thinking about getting one of these, you know, new Microsoft Duo or the Neo or any of those things? So, uh, let us know out there. We love hearing from you so much, and we really do appreciate it. Um, thank you, as always, for joining us. Will, thanks for joining me on our continuing
0: hardware adventures. <laughs> I love it. I love it. so, so much fun getting to talk about nerdy technology
1: nerdy technology stuff so thank you all for listening out there we really appreciate it once again and uh you can check us out at eventtechpodcast.com where you can subscribe and click all the buttons uh as far as subscribing and because you know you want to subscribe to us on your ipad and then subscribe to us on your your phone and and then then you know and those all count (laughs) So, (laughs) so thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it we'll talk to you next time on the event tech podcast Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast. Event Tech out! Out?